welcome back to another episode of BL Can't Save You, but it's kind of entertaining podcast. I'm your host, Anna is a very tired my blue. So thank you once again for joining me. We do have some couple of housekeeping things to take care of. There has been some news in BL land. So as of this recording, Pavel has officially left Moda Village along with Ben and Dome. I do have Pavel's statement here. I'm just going to read Pavel's because they all basically copy pasted, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but basically it reads, uh, it reads, today I have something to let everyone know. First of all, I would like to thank Moda Village for the opportunity to start working in the entertainment industry as fourth from Two Moons 2, the series. Playing fourth has made me meet amazing, my amazing fans. Being fourth has allowed me to find good friendship with my coworkers. Being fourth allows me to meet people, giving me more opportunity. Being fourth allows me to have various jobs in the entertainment industry. But today I am deeply sorry to have to inform my fans that in the upcoming Two Moons 3, the series, I am withdrawing myself from the role of fourth in this series for my personal reasons. By having meetings with the company and agreeing on both sides, I will end my role as fourth. Importantly, I will not renew actor contract with Moda Village. For all the work that is related to Two Moons 2, the series, I will continue and finish till the very last. Firstly, uh, finally, I would like to thank the fans for your support and always being there for me. Thank you to all the sponsors who have given me so many opportunities. And thank you for Moda Village. That is a starting point in giving me the opportunity. For now, from now on, I sincerely hope that my fans and fans of fourth character will understand me. Hope the fans will continue to love and support my new works that will occur in the future, including all five of my friends, Dome, Earth, Ben, June 9, again and forever. So that's basically what happened. If you're not too familiar with all that drama uh, that happened, basically, um, Motive Village is decided to recast uh, the Two Moons cast again uh, for the third time around. Um, but that is on them, and I don't wish them very much luck for reasons. Another news note is Om Fung have a new endorsement, OTG. It's a Korean, I believe it's a Korean skincare brand. Uh, it's been very cute, and I loved watching them on Twitter. A couple of series that are on air that I didn't mention in my first episode, A Thousand Stars, formerly known as A Tale of a Thousand Stars, airs on Friday. You can watch that on YouTube. It is from GMTV. And it has English subs. Brothers, which is a series from, uh, it's a smaller series, but it does air on Friday. It is on Line TV, but they do um, have it available for international fans as well. Uh, the app is free, and you can download it on iOS and Android. Uh, the Cupid Coach, which is also on Line TV. Dear Deal Lover, which is also on Line TV, We Best Love Fighting You, Mr. Second, will premiere on Friday. That airs on We TV. It is also available to download on iOS and Android. I'm, I know they do have a subscription service. I'm not sure if they're going to play the first episode for free for everyone, but. The subscription service is about five ninety nine U.S. dollars. 
Word of Honor is on YouTube. That has multi-subs. That is on YouTube. And it is free. Uh, also, a new series. Well, it actually premiered last week. However, international fans were not able to watch it as of yet as it was locked to uh, the Thailand and the Philippines and other uh, countries. Um, but they did finally release it for international fans on YouTube as of now. It does have English subs, so if you wanted to watch, uh, Cow is in that. So if you wanted to watch him in his new series, uh, you can now do so. Uh, I will give links in the descriptions if you would like to follow Pavel, Dome, and Ben on their Twitch stream. So I will make sure that I leave that in the description for you if you want to follow them there. Earth had previously left a motor village before the rest. And he's going to be in an upcoming series called Secret Admirer. That's going to be on Gaga Olala. I do know that Gagalala has a subscription, so uh, if you want to watch Earth, you would uh, have to pay for that subscription service. Um, and Jung and Nine are in a singing competition called Chang 2021. I have seen Nine on it. I'm not sure when Jung is supposed to be on that show, but I know that they're both in it. So with that stuff out of the way, we can kind of get started on the main topic, which is, of course, Word of Honor. So episodes 5, 6, and 7 have all been released on YouTube. Just remember, when you click on the episodes, you do still have to toggle on the little cog and pick English or whatever language that you are comfortable with. So that way you could go ahead and enjoy the episode. So... Uh, we started off from last episode where Zishu, Wenqi, and Chinling had all made it to San Bai Manor. And so uh, they were able to deposit him safely. <laughs> deposit. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like they took him to a bank. But anyway, uh, they were able to finally uh, get him to the manor. Uh, however, we do start... Uh, with fifth brother Shen Shen. He's obviously from the Five Links Alliance. Uh, he's picking a fight, uh, we see, with uh, someone from another sect. Uh, this is from the Mount Tai sect over these two disciples that I guess had uh, decided that they weren't going to follow the Five Links Alliance. They don't really go into their story. All I know is that there's two boys that are in this other sect when I guess they're supposed to be in the Five Lakes Alliance. But uh, anyway, we actually, he picks a fight with like three people because before that uh, he was, I think he was starting to, or maybe um, they were starting to fight with these two old couple, uh, Tao Hong and Lu, Liv Lu. I'm... I'm not sure which one's the lady grandma and which one's the dad, the like grandpa. But uh, anyway, so they, so he was picking a fight with them before picking a fight with this, uh, with the senior from Mount Taisek. I'm not really liking Shen Chen's character. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be. I, I don't know if he's supposed to be this way. I guess he's just an asshole. <laughs> just gonna, I'm just gonna let it. I'm just gonna let it 
go there. Um, but uh, so they, they, you know, they all uh, meet up in the woods um, and uh, Zishu just is trying to go. Like he fulfilled his mission. He's done. And of course, Wenki is just like, hey, let's just stay. And I like free food. So <laughs> they stay um, because, you know, that's how he is. So everyone is still looking for the glazed armor. A little bit further down the line, we have someone, a new character from Ghost Valley. Uh, we see that there's a young man who's um, being chased. He's like, he's like running for his life. He's like, he's very scared. Um, and he's from the Broken Sword Manor, Mu Yoon Gi. I honestly, he may not be that important uh, considering what happens to him later. But <laughs> I figured if they, like I said, if they are giving me a name, I'm going to write it down because it might be important. Anyway, I'm back at the manor. Uh, Zishu uh, sees uh, one of the young masters. Uh, they're at a banquet, actually. And so, like, he's paying attention and he notices, he steps outside for something to get some fresh air, I guess. And so he sees uh, one of the young masters that he met earlier uh, kind of acting shady. And so he decides that he's going to go take a look. Uh, Wenki is still back at the manor and they're just having a good time drinking. Uh, although they, there's a voice that, that comes in. It's outside. It's very ominous. It's, it has like this scary laugh. And so they, everybody goes and they rush out to check it out. And so that's when they see uh, Senior Al Tai Z. Uh, he actually, Al Lai Z. Uh, he's be, he actually is hung up uh, with two other disciples. And they, he's obviously, well, he's, he's dead. <laughs> um, he's, from the, he's the old man that went after the ghost that we heard in like in the last scene and so there's this there's their trademark that they kind of throw paper and money it's it's like money that they use like when somebody died uh they would throw like i guess it was called paper money that was but they would you know use that at funerals and so that's like kind of their signature trademark of Ghost Valley, like they use this paper money, I guess, to signify that they're there or that it's already too late, I guess, because by the time you see them, it's like gonna, they're going to kill you because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what they're about. Um, but anyway, uh, so they see the, the, you know, they see the senior and they immediately, well, they don't immediately know, but they are very upset, obviously, because, you know, he was a very respected member of, you know, the martial arts community. And so they go and they check after Chen Ling because they obviously think that they're that that's their real target. Like they were using his death as a distraction. So they rush over and Chen Ling is just sitting, you know, on like, I guess outside his room and, and uh, Winky is there. He's just kind of staring at him. Then we go back uh, to another manor. Uh, now 
we see that the young man that they had kidnapped that had been kidnapped before he's uh he's falling asleep or he was unconscious and so he then he wakes up and he's like tied on he's like tied up and he's on a bed with well i guess was his what his ex-wife looked like um but it's actually uh one of the 10 devils uh beauty ghost Lu Kwan Kyo. Uh, so she uh, puts on a mask that kind of looks like uh, his ex-wife or I guess his wife that died. Then it jumps back to Sanbei Manor and you see Azishu uh, after checking up on Chen Ling and he tells him like hey don't cry like you know real men don't cry. I always, I always hate when people say that because it's like let people cry. I mean so who that's just a normal human reaction. I mean, this kid lost his everything, like literally everything. I think he has more of a right to cry than, you know, at a lot of people. Um, and, but anyway, so then after Zishu kind of ch checks up on him, just make sure he's okay. Uh, he like goes outside and then he gets a flashback of a young Queen Zhu Zhao. Um, I guess, I think that was his brother slash friend uh, that we saw in the first episode. One of the reasons why Zishu is kind of attached to Chen Ling, even though he doesn't want to admit it, is because uh, it, he does say, like, in the last uh, couple episodes, that he does remind him of his brother friend. I guess they would call him sworn brothers, um, but... Yeah, Chen Ling does kind of remind him of him because he would say like, oh, he was like really naive and a kind of childish, but it's kind of like an endearing way. Like he doesn't mean it in a bad way. Uh, but I, that's why I at least that's why I think that he's attached to Chen Ling and maybe is having a little trouble letting go, even though he says like the opposite. Right. Because he's always like, oh, I'm just doing my mission, like, it's over, like, you don't have to call me master anymore. But I, I really think that he's having a hard time letting go just because, you know, he, he does kind of remind him of his brother that he lost. So Zishu spies on the second and fifth brother. They're having a fight after they discover that their piece of the glazed armor is missing. Uh, and so him and Wenki go and investigate the woods. And so while they're investigating, they find the bodies of the people that Zishu had seen earlier in the mansion. So they see uh, two of the people that had been fighting. Um, and so they go, their investigation leads them to reach the Zhao coffin home. So it's like, the ancestral place where you know they bury their dead or whatever and no one mentioned to me that there would be zombies in this and i was not prepared it was very it was very frightening like i don't know why you would go into an abandoned building in the first place like like that just seems like a bad idea to me on a whole like why would you go it I guess they're just trying to be investigating like these things that are happening around them. And they're definitely, they do care because it, it does affect like the person that they're trying to protect uh, in a certain way. 
but I was just like, if that was me, I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to bounce. Like, no thanks. No, no, it's cool. Didn't mention like before, you know, they're, they, they go to the, to the uh, tomb area. Uh, you know, when Key is being his typical like flirty self and he's like, you know, trying to get Zishu to like not roll his eyes at him all the time, which he's like really failing at what I find entertaining. Um, but anyway, he um, he says something. Oh, right. He says that, oh, don't walk so far. I'm afraid of ghosts. And I thought that was really funny because I think by now we all kind of realize who when he is at this point. And so he's like the ghost <laughs> like, that, like every other ghost is afraid of, I would think. Um, but that he says that is, it's just really funny. So while they're in the ancestral tomb, uh, when he kind of just like wanders off on his own, uh, at least like in the, in the ancestral home area. And so he sees like a mourner that's there and he puts on like his serious face like you know like oh you've messed with the wrong person but then that person turns around and he sees a vision or like a little flash of the person that he calls a father so that might be a clue later on and then Zishu when he's like in the temple area uh, he sees a vision what I'm guessing of is his like former manor and he sees a former leader of the Four Seasons Manor, Zin Hua Zhang. And he, like, wakes himself up uh, by, like, cutting himself. And this kind of confused me because when Ki is also uh, under the influence of something, but I'm not sure if he's just kind of pretending because I find it really difficult to believe that when Ki would let himself kind of get like poisoned but uh we do hear when he say zishu's real name and zishu's all like i never told him my name and that's where episode five ends so episode six and they're still in the abandoned family shrine and a fight breaks out because a man jumps up like not jumps, but like he he lifts up one of the coffins and he starts ringing this bell. And so the zombies kind of hear that and they start attacking uh, Zishu. And at first Zishu is just fighting by himself because Wenki is still kind of drugged. Although I'm not sure if he's actually drugged. But then like Zishu is kind of pinned to the ground. And so that kind of activates Wenki's like protect my man sense that he has and so he basically one shots the man ringing the bell and retrieves the glazed armor that the man had and so they're they're just able to get away and there's another flirty moment by the river uh, Zishu is poisoned and when Ki says hey you can't get your back area you know so he sucks out the blood from Zishu's back that honestly was like one of my favorite moments uh, at least in episode 6 because it just shows you 
that Wenki, for all his kind of dubiousness, really does care about Zishu a lot. Uh, and so Zishu, though, still doesn't trust Wenki, and for obvious reasons. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of obvious reasons. Uh, so they start, I call it fight dancing. Uh, and so Zishu falls into the river and Wenki panics because like Zishu doesn't come up right away. So he jumps in the river after him. And then Zishu's face mask comes off. I am not sure if it's just because of the fight that they had or because he was, or that he, the mask just dissolves in water. I don't know how that works. Uh, but Wenki, like after he sees like Zishu's like real face, just can't stop. Like he can't stop staring at him because like one, he wasn't, he never stopped staring at him to begin with. But now that like Zishu has his like real face on, like you know he's he finds it incredibly difficult to um to stop staring. The other interesting moment here is that when. Zishu takes out his wine and Wenki like warms it in his hands and Zishu is like, how are you doing this? And Wenki says like, oh, I'm using my internal body energy. I honestly have no idea if that's something that he can just do because of who he is or if that's like a martial art ability. I honestly don't know, but I thought that was pretty interesting because that kind of gives um that's a kind of a little tell that Winky is just a little different than most martial arts practitioners. The other funny moment is that Zishu like uses his illness to make Winky hunt for him. <laughs> that just that just really is funny because it it just shows you like how much Wenki will give in to Zishu because I don't think that I know nobody else is going to make Wenki hunt for food. And I just thought that was a really kind of funny moment uh, in the episode in a, in, in a, in a series that doesn't give a lot of funny moments. Also, if I don't find somebody who says my name that lovingly, is just not trying hard enough and I don't want it. Back at the shrine that we just left, there's a person playing the Quinn. And we find out his name is Scorpion King, leader of the Scorpions, or whatever that means later on. Uh, and there's someone else that goes to the shrine too. We meet changing ghost uh, and they talk about the glazed armor so back at the camp Zishu manages to open the box and he does find the glazed armor and he gives it to Winky I am honestly not sure if that's a good idea but you know Zishu is like I don't need it it's, it's, it's extremely unlucky I don't want it Chen and so back at the we go back to the manor we go to back to Sanbei Manor, and Chen Ling is not having a good time. Uh, and second, I do like second brother as of yet, as of now because he seems like a pretty good person. Like he really seems like he cares about Chen Ling, and not just like as some like pawn, but 
like as a person well as a son right because he he says like oh you can call me you know father from now on and i thought that was really nice uh, we'll see how nice he is later on i don't know but i'm hoping that he stays nice to chen ling second brother talks to chen ling and he makes the decision that they're gonna go to the capital uh, there's like this heroes conference that's taking place there and he decides that they're all going to go Sishu and Wenki uh, go back uh, to the fight scene to investigate uh, some more. Zishu suspects that the Window of Heaven is working with Ghost Valley. And Zishu tries to find out uh, Wenki's secrets. Zishu like, tells him about the scent of that poison that was used. And so they go back to the manor and they see second brother and Chen Ling going or they just left actually and so Zishu sees his former associate I don't know if they were friends but um Han Ling and so Zishu sees Han Ling Hanying, and so he decides that he's not going to approach and then when he's like well why are you hiding from him or what exactly are you hiding and so Zishu just kind of brushes him off the next time we see Wen Kin he visits a shop in the capital and he asks the townsperson like hey make me copies of this and when he we actually meet Gao Zing again and so Wenki allows her to keep the two girls that she had rescued in the priors episodes uh, as I don't they're not pets like but I guess as her like servants so after she gets to keep the girls uh Wenki uh whispers over to her and he says that he has missions for her and that's where episode six ends episode seven opens up with a wedding that includes changing ghost ghoul i didn't catch his whole name and lovelace uh lovelace was in i think i want to say episode four but uh yeah he we've seen him already and laughing ghost and so there is a new ghost tran comic ghost who is in charge of the list of the unfaithful so basically we know that the guy that they kidnapped uh, cheated on his wife and basically drove her to suicide trigger warning i should remember to do that before so i, I apologize i will get better at doing that sort of thing but the guy that they kidnapped isn't alone because we actually see in the episode like when they're having the wedding the guests are his friends and they're putting in like in a ring together and tragic comic ghost basically says like okay now you have to no she doesn't say that she just kind of is presiding over the the fighting ring it's the beauty ghost that says the rules are is that only one of you can live everybody else has to die and she's like i don't care who lives but someone is just not coming out of here alive we see in the next scene han yin is there to investigate the glazed armor so he talks to the chief of the five lakes alliance 
And so we have a new uh, manor or a new sect, Yu Yang sect. And the window of heaven, we find out, or I guess we kind of already knew, that the window of heaven works for Prince Jin. And we saw Prince Jin all the way in episode one. Uh, they haven't really mentioned him that much. I, I think this is like the first mention he's had in a while. So, so Zishu follows them to the um, big brother's manor, like to the main, to the head, basically. And he, so there we meet his daughter, Gao Zhao Ling. Uh, and we find out that big brother's name is Gao Zhang, or Gao Chong. Zishu notices a guard and a, like, bun seller they're like giving signals to each other kind of like morse code because they're like they're like tapping on their fingers and so he follows the bun seller and there's like a small little scuffle on the street that's when when he um, comes back and he talks about the assassin sect from the south um the scorpions so I guess maybe the guy that was in the temple is their leader, but that could just be his name. I'm not sure, it's, but it's, I mean, it's probably him, but we don't know yet. When Ki is wearing like the glazed, like the piece of glazed armor, like as like a pendant. And so we then just kind of know that when Ki has a plan and he's just kind of sending like, He's basically trying to put it in motion at this hero's conference. And he lets somebody take the glazed armor piece because, like, there's no way that some, like, even, like, a master person, like a master pickpocket is gonna get one over on Wenki. On Wenki. Like, there's just no possible way. So... We just kind of assume, or we can safely assume, that Wenki did it on purpose because he's trying to get things in motion. He's kind of trying to get something rolling, basically. And he tells, so he meets with Gao Zing, and he tells her that the. So we find out that the second part of the plan, or part of the plan for them, is to get her into the Yu Yang sect and she's like well how am I supposed to do that like this is like how am I going to infiltrate them and so then we meet Sao Wei Ning and he's from the gentle wind sword sect and basically he kind of falls in attraction for Gaozing after he sees her fight with these like dudes because they're harassing a, a girl that's like working uh, as a singer like with her dad there and he's just like super impressed that you know that she's able to kind of like beat them all and so that's when we see when King he goes back he like goes to the restaurant and Gaozing ask him where sick dude is and so i'm guessing that they changed the translation here because before in the prior episode they she had been calling him tuberculosis 
Uh, I'm really glad that they changed that translation because while, you know, tuberculosis is a serious illness, and so I'm just kind of glad that they made that change. It's kind of small, but it just kind of makes it sound a little bit better than just calling him tuberculosis. To me, anyway, it's also funnier. It's also funnier. He kind of surprises when when she tells him, oh, the reason why I'm asking about sick dude is because you're definitely more of a person when he's around. And and he, like, doesn't know, like, how to deal with that, really. So he kind of, like, just decides that he's going to be, like, nice to her at that moment, which is kind of nice. He's not nice to very many people, so it's it's nice. It's, I've said nice too many times, but it's it's really heartwarming to see him kind of let his guard down a little because he doesn't really do that normally. It's in the restaurant that we also see Lenki acting like an overprotective dad to uh, Gaozing because you know he, he sees the person from the uh, the sect that we just met and he's like who are you get like don't talk to don't talk to her and then he, he tells her like hey don't talk to like uncultured boys basically and i just found it really funny it's like a really heartwarming moment um we don't really get to see when he acting that way also we found out that the name of the thief that stole the glazed armor is called Feng Bai Zing. Yeah. And so <laughs> the other thing that happens uh, towards the end of episode seven is that they're, so the young master that, that we met can't pay for his meal because his wallet ended up getting stolen by that that master thief. And Lenki like goes to Zishu and like just, puts his hand out and see she's like well where's your wallet and you know when key kind of gives them like the like these moony eyes and says oh can you believe it i'm such a nice gentle soul somebody stole my wallet and see she's all like well what's that have to to do with me like i'm not your friend uh subtext is here so you know if you've seen the episode then you know what i'm talking about if not then I basically just spoiled the entire 5th, 6th, and 7th episode for you. So you're welcome. <laughs> but anyway, I, so that was a really funny moment. And then the waiter comes and he's like, look, I don't care who you're touching, but uh, just pay me first. <laughs> and I, was just like, I was like, bruh, you have like no idea. So it ends on that funny moment, uh, you know, in the restaurant. I think... As if while I was recording this, episode 8 is about to drop. So I'll cover that in the next episode. Probably it's going to be three episodes. Uh, well, I'm going to probably co- end up covering like three episodes. Because it seems that they're dropping them like three at a time. So I'll probably do... Uh, episode 8, episode 9, and maybe episode 10, because I know for the Chinese audiences, they're already at, like, episode 12. Uh, so I'm going to get working on that. Also, I'm going to start uh, covering We Best Love Season 2, 
in between this, in, in between Word of Honor, I, I'm going to start covering uh, We Best Love, so look forward to that. Probably my next episode will be about We Best Love, uh, and then I'll do the other episodes of uh, Word of Honor as well. And in the link, well, I'm going to link my where you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Fluke National. And then I'm also going to go ahead and my Discord channel is up. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give a link to my Discord if you guys want to join me there, uh, you know, to discuss uh, Word of Honor or any other BL that you want to discuss. Um, I know that there's some differences from the book that I didn't cover here. Um, so if any of you have read the novel uh, for Word of Honor, uh, let me know if there was any like major changes or any differences. You don't have to give me spoilers, but you know, just let me know if there was you know any changes, slight changes from the book to the uh, to the show. Um, I'm really enjoying Word of Honor. I, to be honest, normally don't give bromances much of a much of a chance just because I feel like there's some erasure that's going on but I really think Word of Honor and Yuko are doing a really good job so far and they've been really engaging with the international fans like if you're on Twitter and if you've checked out their like official Twitter page they're really funny and they really are responding to international audiences. So that's really nice. I do like that engagement from them. And I really think they're handling the subject matter very well. And they're they're being very respectful. And also, it's just a fun show. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe it's just because I like wuja dramas. And I like ancient historical costume dramas that I'm responding so well to this series where I normally don't give these much of a chance but I'm finding myself really pleasantly surprised at how at how much it's caught my attention and we're in for kind of for the long haul because I they think it's a pretty long series so just get ready for more coverage on that but I will start to cover more shows uh, as I you know either find them interesting or if you know there's a show that you think I should cover, you know definitely let me know. But I do want to thank you. Um, this wraps up the episode for this week. Yeah, once again, I will link uh, where you can follow me, and I will link to the Discord if you want to follow me there too. I hope to see you on the other side. <laughs>